Hi, I'm Matt Westcott. When I was growing up, I remember watching an old TV show called The Andy Griffith Show, where in the fictional town of Mayberry, a sheriff used a level-headed approach to law enforcement to settle community problems and help people. He was a peace officer like what I've seen from Levi Dominguez. His humility, level-headed disposition, and response ability is what makes him the right choice for sheriff. Vote for Levi. Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff. Happy birthday, USA. Shipton's Big R hopes you and your family have a safe and happy 4th of July celebration. And for your convenience, all Shipton's Big R stores will be open this Monday, July 4th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Shipton's Big R is your outdoor headquarters for camping gear, slumberjack sleeping bags, Coleman lanterns, hydroflask bottles, and Kelty tents. Doing some cooking in the great outdoors? Shipton's Big R has everything you need, including meat, church, barbecue seasoning, Every flavor of Bear Mountain cooking pellets like maple, hickory, and mesquite, plus pit boss and green mountain pellet grills. For the summer, cool short sleeve shirts, keen casual footwear, and kayaks. Make sure the lawn's looking good for the 4th of July barbecue. Find 130 foot rolls of never kink garden hose, tripod sprinklers, and of course, Husqvarna, Troy Built, and Cub Cadet mowers. And arriving soon, Black Rifle Coffee. 4th of July savings are going on right now at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive. In Sheridan. Stop! Step away from that grizzly bear and leave the bison calf alone. If you're looking for the perfect memento of your trip to Wyoming, Legacy Diamond and Gems offers safe and beautiful alternatives, including Wyoming Bucking Horse and their exclusive Bighorn Mountain Jewelry. They're crafted in gold or silver and are available with any gemstone of your choice. Hurry down and see Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hey Sheridan, the Sports Stop is celebrating 45 years of being a pillar in our beautiful downtown. I'm Roger, and I'm honored to represent the Sports Stop as the store manager. We're kicking off this birthday celebration July 1st and 2nd with lunch and a big sale. Please sign up to win some incredible packages all month long. Also, stay tuned for games, free gifts, and birthday shenanigans. Follow us on Facebook and our loyalty program for additional sales and information. Thank you, Sheridan, and please join me in saying happy birthday to the Sports Stop. Finally, we can get back to normal life in Wyoming. That means get out and go somewhere, do something, but get the car ready for summer travel after limited use for so long. Midas to the rescue with a complimentary safety inspection, plus discounts on oil change packages and savings on other critical components like up to 120 bucks off tires and 100 off brakes. Stop in and the good folks at Midas will fill you in on all the details. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Remember that cowboy in the song, him and his horse looking for water, cool, clean water? If that cowboy and Dan were here today, they'd just call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in water drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, repair or service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for a 307 Wildcat Well Services ad in the country bounty, and you too will have cool, clean water. Water, water. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. 
Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Line. I am Floyd Whitey. But I'm here with my friends Aaron Palmer and James Timberlake. We're your open line guys. Give us a call, 674 4443 or 67257. Six three. Now we're going to look at the poll question because uh, the results uh, kind of surprised me, Aaron. I was a little surprised by this. So the poll was, what social media platforms do you use the most? And your options were Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Snapchat, TikTok, or none. And the results... Uh, kind of knocked me back a little bit because the majority, 423 of you, or 45% of all these votes, said none. No social media platforms are being used by you at all. That's uh, crazy. I just I, I just don't know. That's hard to believe. That's hard to believe. Missing out. Now, uh, the second was uh, Facebook with 230 votes. YouTube. 113 votes. Instagram, only 57 votes. Uh, now, now, James, correct me if I'm wrong, but even among uh, millennials, in- Instagram is an old platform. It's, it's in some ways, yeah. it's a has-been platform. Um, I think it's more for a younger generation. Instagram is yeah. more so than any of the others. Maybe, well, actually, I would say Snapchat. It's probably for the younger generation. Snapchat more so than Instagram. And, and TikTok. I don't. I, don't I love TikTok. I mean, TikTok. I guess can be seen. Yeah. As a social media platform, you I don't can see communicate YouTube as a social media platform. That's on there. We. I don't yeah, we included that. that because of the uh, the comment section. Oh, okay. Now, see, right, that's fair. Back before we had. MySpace, which was really the first big one. You remember that? Aaron? I had MySpace too. Yeah, yeah okay. Literally. Back before MySpace came on, and then of course Facebook evolved in 2005, mm-hmm. we just had chat rooms. Now, chat rooms have been around, I, I don't know the exact date on it, but they've been around almost as long as the internet. Yeah. I mean, they've been around a really long time, and that was the only way that you could really communicate. Uh, via the internet was a chat room and sometimes you'd have like an instant messenger i can remember that boy when chat rooms started adding that then that was really kind of the first texting you did everything Mm. from behind a keyboard i was around for aol like the tail end of aol instant messenger there you go and and so that was really kind of the first uh, i can talk to anyone in real time on any nation In any nation on the planet. I remember my first email address and password for when I first signed up for AOL. And I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. And it, and it know, wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'd like to know is if you if you don't have a social media account uh, on any of these platforms, I'd love to know why. I really would. I, I think all of us at one point or, or one point or another have taken a step back and been like, I am done with it. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm over this or I'm over that. I've only done that with one, I think, and that was Facebook. Facebook got a little too uh political. I well, I mean, that's 
that was a kind of a minor part of it. I still use it for work for like here and stuff, but I don't scroll on it anyway. I deleted the app a while ago, but I think it was more like just the amount of useless information from people that I used to, like I went to high school with and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I was just like, I don't need to know I, all of this. I don't need this on my feet. Yeah, like yeah. I don't need any of this anymore. So I just stopped. And the evolution of the options that are given to you by Facebook has come a, come a long way. Yeah. I mean, well, you can be friends with someone and never see anything that they post. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, it's kind of hypocritical of me to say that I deleted Facebook because I still use Instagram and Meta owns Instagram. Well, I don't so think I, like, I don't think that's hypocritical. I mean, you yeah. know, you could you could watch a Fox movie, well, that's and not true. like yeah. Disney. You yeah. know, I yeah. I don't hold people to that kind of uh, yeah. accountability. You know, we have other options out there, and we've got them for a reason. Aaron, what do you use? And and if you were to say on a daily basis, what would that be? Facebook, obviously, and that's I think that's more. <clears throat> Based on the fact that it's it's been there kind of longest, and it's just there. So I use that. I've got, you know, 500 friends on there, and I obviously don't see all of their posts every day. Yeah, it's but, got you know, an algorithm, it, right? right. And it, and it's, but but it, they still show up. So that one, and then TikTok. And really? Yeah, and the reason why. Whoa, Aaron. Oh, right? <laughs> right. Look. And the reason why is I, I never I didn't didn't care about Twitter I didn't care about you know any of the other ones because Facebook was just kind of there and then of course everybody uses YouTube for various things but anyway as far as TikTok goes I had people in my family kids and like my wife who she started doing it because she had friends that were on it and they were nuts with this stuff so I was curious and started trying it yeah. and then all of a sudden it's you get you get kind of addicted to it because there are, you know, there's so many things on there, things that are bad and things that are good and the bad things you kind of weed out. Yeah. But as far as that goes, there's a lot of good information and bad on all of these platforms, whether yeah. it's Facebook, but especially TikTok. And you have to take these things with a grain of salt because you're going to have, <clears throat> you know, as far as the political spectrum goes, you're going to have people on both extremes, from both sides, right and left, that are going to have their information, their videos, or whatever it is, their content that they're putting on there. And you, as long as you're not looking at that and taking it as gospel, you know, I mean, do your research and and sure, should you be? Yeah, you should be doing your you should be doing your research anyway. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of good information there if you can weed through the crud and see exactly what there is out there but there's a lot of stuff that you have to weed through to get to the truth but it's a good platform i think overall for that reason there are a lot of things that you wouldn't see on mainstream media or that you wouldn't see from maybe your friends because they may have the same thoughts or the interests same, as you right so yeah so those things are are going to you know you're not going to see differing opinions than you would in other platforms, where TikTok you might. TikTok's so. scary because I think they, not not in like a bad way, but just like more interesting scary, I would say, because they, I think, have perfected the algorithm better than any other platform. I mean, they really, like once they, once you kind of weed out the stuff you don't want to see, you can be scrolling on that for hours yeah. and you won't even realize hours have passed. They really, really have gotten it down. And, and a lot of that is based on things like, 
the likes or the hearts or the lulls, whatever you yeah. want to call it, that are that that you have chosen to. Okay, I like this video. All right, yeah. well, let me find you more videos like that, mm-hmm. and so it starts to feed it in. So, on, but on, see, here's the other thing with TikTok. Sorry to interrupt. No, you, no, but, go ahead. But you don't even have to like or heart or whatever. If you stop and look yeah. at one of their videos, really, it automatically will send you things that are similar for a certain and amount look, of time yeah right if you, if you stand so the as an example if if some girl shows up in a bikini on her you know this is her thing that she does and you even hesitate and look at it going wow she's cute you're going to see 15 more Boom, videos you're, you're not right the away, rabbit hole but within the next 24 hours or so those t- same kind of things so yes he's right the algorithm is is pretty much perfected you don't have to even interact with them Wow. Other than watch, and you're going to see things that are similar. Wow. You know, I, that that level of monitoring, uh, I think scary. It, it's scary. It, it's a very uncomfortable feeling to think that, you know, if I, if I want to read somebody's information on this page, then it times how long I'm there or watch a video. It times how long you're there. And then it actually has the intelligence or algorithm to then outline everything. Okay, this is what they're into. They like watching toilets get repaired. Mm. Boom, there you or go. you like to see cute videos of puppies running and falling down. You're going to see more of those. You know, it's, I'm going to ad- admit something to you. So I like French Bulldogs. Okay. I love them. And I don't own one, but I was on, what do they call them, Instagram Reels. Mm. That was their answer for TikTok kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind, kind of, of their, their, their rebuttal, yeah. right? And so I, I, I watched a video on, uh, with a little French bulldog puppy. And then all of a sudden, boom, I was like, wow, these things, I mean, there are endless videos of yeah. dogs out there. And so I guess, and I, I wondered why all of a sudden, you know, I went from like one to two a day to holy cow. And now my reels are nothing but, you know. French bulldogs doing silly stuff, which is fun and funny, but at the same time, you're like, okay, I'm over it. Right. Yeah. I'm over it. Uh, you know, it's addicted. Oh, well, here's my the gosh. trick. The next time they throw something random at you, watch it. Then you'll. Then you change your algorithm. Yeah. Oh, my, my goodness. All right. All right. We, we've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Yes, sir. There were uh, three things that were said. Uh, towards the end of last week's public pulse, I think we ran out of time to talk about these things. No, no, you got to clarify them. Okay, three things were said um, very clearly uh, last week, and that was uh, first of all, uh, I think uh, two times uh, one of you mentioned that that this January sixth com- uh, uh, committee was bipartisan, and uh, I double checked with some sources that I have that that are very knowledgeable about this stuff. This is, in fact, the first time that a bipartisan committee has been put together this way and jammed through by the speaker. It hit the, the minority leader was choked out of the selection process. And also, just numerically, by the way, you've got a situation where normally with a small uh, edge, Democrats to Republicans, on a, on a nine-person committee, this would be like a 5-4. This one's 7-2. to So those two things, it just it just won't wash. The second thing was... Uh, one of y'all said that uh, the geo-tracking was, I think you said it was something like uh, greatly uh, overstated, the one that we used in 2,000 mules. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I think you gotta, you got to 
you don't even have a local uh, scoop. You've got an international scoop because everything from local police to uh, the uh, to the federal people to Interpol to the, every law enforcement agency uses this stuff. And by the way, uh, just so you know what the law says about it, go ahead and research uh, the holding in a Supreme Court case called Carpenter versus the United States, and look what the Supreme Court said about it in the holding there in the majority holding. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts wrote, among other things, that geotracking, as used uh, for for this purpose, is so accurate that, in his words, it's like attaching an ankle bracelet to uh, the cell phone user. And the third and final thing that was said, and I, I found this just really <laughs> out of bounds, you compared... You said something like uh, Dinesh D'Souza, the guy with the 2,000 mules, is sort of like a right-wing version of a Michael Moore. <laughs> uh, Dinesh D'Souza, by the way, in addition to working with these true-the-vote people who are really, really knowledgeable in all this uh, geo-tracking stuff, uh, Dinesh has a YouTube channel. It's free. Subscribe to it. One of the things he does is he goes through questions. He takes on anybody that tries to debunk this or make statements like that, like Liz Cheney ill-advisedly said during the committee, well, it's been debunked, and she won't tell us why or how it's been debunked, but Dinesh gets on his YouTube, and if you want to ask him a question, you get down in the comments thing, you ask him a question, and he'll answer it. I don't think Michael Moore kind of ever did that, so I think you kind of shortchanged Mr. All right, thank you. Uh, we got to take a quick commercial break. Right here, you're listening to Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hey Sheridan, the Sports Stop is celebrating 45 years of being a pillar in our beautiful downtown. I'm Roger, and I'm honored to represent the Sports Stop as the store manager. We're kicking off this birthday celebration July 1st and 2nd with lunch and a big sale. Please sign up to win some incredible packages all month long. Also, stay tuned for games, free gifts, and birthday shenanigans. Follow us on Facebook and our loyalty program for additional sales and information. Thank you, Sheridan, and please join me in saying happy birthday to the Sports Stop. You know it's going to be a good day when someone says, hey, let's do lunch at Frackleton's. Open for lunch at 11 a.m., Frackleton's has new creative lunch ideas throughout the Frack Lunch menu, helping you stay focused and energized while recharging both your body and your mind for the rest of your busy day. And have one of the best darn lunches anywhere in Sheridan, the best of the best in the West. Frackleton's, buying food and spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. 
Celebrate the 4th of July with family, friends, and your country neighbors with fireworks. Whizbang Fireworks is now open with a huge selection of fireworks, including high 500-milligram display cakes, multi-shot reloading artillery shells, bottle rockets, Roman candles, bigger and better assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks will get your 4th off to a big bang. Open daily, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Sheridan County allows the use of fireworks July 1st through the 7th. Please follow local laws. Whizbang Fireworks. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the Collision Center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier collision center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply and at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer Chevrolet. 107 East Dowser. Hammers is an equal opportunity employer. Hmm, what to do with that old bed? Don't just toss out your old bed. Slap some wheels on the frame, put a team together, and run in this year's beds along the Bighorns bed races. Have an old racing bed? Bring it out of retirement. The winning team receives the title and $500 in cash. Call Jim at Sheridan Media today for your entry form or go online to SheridanMedia.com. This year's race is sponsored by your friends at Craftco Metal Services and Sheridan Media. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Aaron Palmer, James Timberlake. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. We're talking about social media this morning. And uh, I, I know this is a subject that we talk a lot about, but we have to look at the social uh, sociological changes that this is making throughout our entire world. I had our a quick question because James was like, "Hey, Aaron, blah blah blah." And I said, "TikTok. What is that, James? Is it? Are you shocked because a well, Gen Xer is doing <laughs> that? Just, Gen Xer I mean, using TikTok? You don't fit the normal uh, age the age range I usually see. Age range, man." On TikTok, <laughs> he just he just slapped you with it, brother. Yeah, I mean, you're not, I mean, you're not, you're not boomer, the one huh? that I see. I see pointed Ouch. towards for TikTok. I mean, okay, so I don't I don't use TikTok. Uh, it was, the, it, it it reminded me of an um, I I don't know if it's if it was an app or if you'd have to actually call it a site. But there used to be a thing called Vine. Yeah. Now, Vines were little, little videos, and a lot of these uh, quote unquote social social. Social media influencers uh, got started on Vines originally, way back in the day. Just a couple, I mean, it's it's kind of exactly like TikTok was. Just a bunch of little videos of people doing silly stuff mm -hmm. or maybe showing you something or, or something like that. And so, I mean, you can, it, it's just like anything else in the world. Social media is just like anything else. It can be used. To influence for good, it can be used to influence for bad. And the thing of it is, it all depends on what your perception of what good and bad are. So, I mean, that's varied as much as uh, people in the world. I mean, ultimately. So some people think that they're doing, you know, certain work for the good of all. And maybe some other people don't feel that they are. It's I, all based on a perception. I would say I am more depressed than ever. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I don't <laughs> think it has a – it's different for everybody, but I use it as more of a uh, 
comedy, a comedic relief yeah. type of thing. Yeah, you watch uh, well, it for t- something funny. Mainly TikTok. That's kind of what I use TikTok for, just to kind of like get away if I'm, you know, like seeing something that I don't, you know, love to watch. Then I hop on TikTok. I scroll through for some some comedy that makes me laugh or something like that, and then I just get back to it. That's kind of what TikTok is used for me. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same with me. And the other thing, I. How people make money on this, I have no idea. Oh, my goodness, right? But they do. So many. And and I've heard people say that they're making, now granted, these are the exceptions, not the rule, but they're, you know, upwards of thousands of dollars a month for being a quote-unquote influencer on TikTok or it's whatever. The same, it's the same principle as we use here in radio. It's advertising. Yeah. It's advertisers. That's who's paying it. I mean, if you've got enough followers... Okay, because you've done something silly or your viewpoint, then these people who want their products out there will give you a ring, uh, will give you a ring or shoot you a message and say, "Hey, do me a favor, hold this up, wear these clothes, uh, wear my sunglasses, wear my hat, and I'll pay you X amount a month, or sometimes even like by the appearance." So that's all it really is, and I think eventually all of this will be filtered out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think the social media influencer is going to be, you know, tomorrow's Hollywood movie star. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's the Gen X in me talking. Some have already come out with films. Oh, like that's true. Hollywood pictures. Yeah. Now, they're not good, I granted. <laughs> but they they're not worth watching. Yeah. But they are out there. All right. We got a caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes. Good morning. <clears throat> I listened last night. 7 o'clock to the uh, broadcast from the college, the candidate forum from the college. And I did a little follow-up this morning. I was confused. I believe your station, Mr. Richter, I think Morning News, said that the moderator from WPS, which I guess stands for the Wyoming uh, Public Broadcasting System Services, is what WPS is, it was that moderator who said, oh, I was the one who wanted a closed forum. The voting public, the taxpayer, and the voter is not welcome. Okay. So that's what I wanted to make remark on. I don't think he said anything about people not being welcome, Vicki. I think he shut those doors to make sure that everyone was safe because there have been threats on certain people's lives. It's not a maybe. He didn't say people were not welcome. But that's the narrative that you're trying to send out. No, that's not, now you're mind-reading me. What, were members of the public allowed into the building, in, into the forum? How many people were present? Now, Mr. Dow was from the paper, Mr. Bob Beck from PBS. Um, there was a gentleman, I think, from the Casper Star Tribune. But given that the panel took place and the questions were asked, a call was made. A call was made by an individual saying, oh, we are afeard. Now, I would like to add something to this. I had called and spoke with Harriet Hageman before this event. I said, you know, the optics on this are, are looking kind of crummy. And she said to me, well, she has wanted to debate, particularly with Liz Cheney, or in a setting like that, and has been requesting and wanting it for some length of time. And so she would be there. I said, well, it's kind of being presented as initially, Mr. Richter said, a secret location, and then the beans were spilled, and it was the college. Then, no, members of the public writ large, generally, me, 
for example, would not, could not participate by sitting in the audience as a voting observer. Okay, so fine. So she sa- I said, what about if people come and put picket or object or are outside of the building? And she said, they have every right to. And furthermore, she said, once we start holding secret enclave type, and that's my word, not hers, where the voter is not allowed. Once we go down that road, that is a loss of our participation in our democracy. I would like to make that comment. I agree with her. Now, I'm asking you, if I had come last night, would I have been allowed to sit down in a seat inside there? I avoided it for that very reason. I was somewhat concerned that once it's out there, oh, no, secret, that you could engender in a pushback of an, an of, of a very unfortunate nature. So All right, I, Vicky, thanks for the call. Uh yeah, I don't know. You know, they're going to shut it down because death threats were made to more than one of the individuals that were on there and security is paramount. You could watch the entire thing on YouTube. It's just a I'd, safety issue is what I would assume. Exactly. And it, it, that doesn't mean that this is the way that it's going to go forever. If it is, uh, then I absolutely disagree with it. But when someone's life might be at risk, you take security measures. Uh, do I feel that the audience should have been allowed in there? Maybe. Maybe through a, a security check, uh, no one being allowed to take anything in there. But the one thing that really got to me uh, that she said was that it was secret. I, I do not think that anyone ever tried to keep this secret. They announced where they were from the very beginning to the very end. But it didn't fit her narrative. So, All right, so social media. Now, when it comes to the influencers on social media, you see them trying to – I've known some people in the industries – uh, service industries and a lot of people who work on social media show up to these industries and start thinking that they're going to get free stuff because I'm a social media influencer, right? I'm I'm the person who's gonna who's gonna change uh, how many people show up to your door. Now I do know some companies will actually absolutely bend to certain social social media influencers depending on the number of followers because and and james mainly i'm I'm talking about this from like your generation's point yeah. of view your generation is is really the one who's kind of steering the way that this boat is going uh because mine and aaron's generation x we're not we yeah. were around for the development of this but you guys are the one that are really driving it forward. You and uh, I think what most people are actually calling Gen Y because they don't really have a name as mm. of yet. So I would ask you, uh, do you allow or do you think social media influencers influence what you purchase as far as products, as far as services, as far as places that you go? Um. I think it depends because uh, there are certain ads that influencers do that just don't fit the bill for me. Like they'll do something for Wendy's or something like that, and it's like, well, I already eat at Wendy's, so I don't really need this ad. But if they are if they are advertising for a, let's say, like a gaming headset or something like that, then maybe I'll take a look at it just because it's somebody I know watching, you know, using a headset 
that I didn't even look at before, so maybe I'll take a look at it or something like that. Something that gets me more often than not are the focused ads on, like, Instagram. Yeah. They get me more than anything. If I just look up, if I just Google uh, polo shirts or something like that, I, like I'm looking to buy polo shirts, then on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, I'll get polo shirt ads for, for businesses that I didn't know about or something like that are just running on Instagram, and they get me almost every time where I'll just click on the visit link just to go look at their shirts to see if I can get like a size of a shirt that I want or something like that at their, or if they have a cool design. Those get me more often than influencers because influencers, it feels like it's a lot more broad yeah. where they're just kind of advertising something. I do it to get the money. I mean, yeah, oh, exactly. they're it's not there random. using the product every day. It, it's more of a, it's less, it's more of a shotgun than it is pinpoint for influencers. They'll just advertise for like bounty paper towels, and then like ten people out of the <laughs> out of out of the two million that they got will just go buy bounty paper towels because it hit the top of their head. Right, but for right. me, the targeted like ads on Instagram and on TikTok, those are the ones that get me more often than not. All right, I've got another caller. Go ahead, you're on the Jackson Electric open line. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to visit with you about the social media yeah. topic this morning. Thank you for having it on. I'm a I'm a social media user in my in my 60s. Oh wow! Uh, and really? I okay. wanted to say that, yeah, I I started using Facebook because uh, my grandkids moved there from MySpace, and I wanted to follow my grandkids. And then of course it went into friends uh, and uh, activities and local things happening. Um, but it's become less and less a destination for me because of the advertising and the political. Um, as Aaron said, crud that's on there. But my grandson, who shall go unnamed, but who is a co-host on your show this morning, told me last year that a good source for news was Twitter. And of course, I bristled. Oh my gosh, Twitter! You know, nasty tweets from you know TFG on there. So be careful. Uh, here, I didn't want to go. But, <laughs> okay. So 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 I did. And you know what? Um, I have found that I love Twitter for my news feed really? because I can choose who I, I, I can choose who I want to follow. I mean, I understand the argument um, that it's good to listen to the other side of an issue. So I'm not against that. I do that from time to time. Uh, but when I just want to get what I feel is the true news, I go to the people that I follow on Twitter, and it's been great. It's it's been great. I rarely send a tweet because I'm more of a voyeur on there than anything else. But anyway, thank you for that um, lead. Yeah, Brad yeah, no worries. I appreciated it. Good job, James. Here you are out there converting the, the world, my friend, getting people onto social media. You know, the thing of it is, whether we all want to sit around and admit it or not, it's the wave of the future. Oh, yeah. This, this is the way it's going to go. Uh, you know, this kind of, I can remember when uh, TV shows were just putting up like, hey, if, if you want to vote on this, you text whatever number and, and you'll get your vote on there. And I was like, man, look at this. This is every, I mean, instant gratification. Now it's just a bunch of Twitter polls. And now stuff. it's just a bunch of Twitter stuff. Well, and, and it's just people in TV saw this happening. Long time ago. We have to utilize this technology. Before social media was even a big deal, TV, television, was adapting to the use of what would become the device. Because back then, it wasn't a device. It was a phone. It was a cell phone. <laughs> now it's a device. You have a computer in your pocket. 
you and and you know people who were worried about the government tracking them i'm going to tell you right now if you've got a cell phone in your pocket you, you pay people to track you <laughs> they don't need they don't need anything else nothing you know i i saw a young lady she was all upset saying oh you put your your photo on social media the government's got it well do you have a driver's license in yeah, your pocket yeah you have a passport government's got your photo that's not a big deal the number on your car I mean, come on. Every, you know, they've had it forever. You know what's funny is that Gen X, which is what I, I, I'm assuming you're Gen X. I'm right? Gen X. I am. But I'm at the very beginning of, of Gen X. And I'm at the end. <clears throat> but when I was in high school in the early 80s, we I had friends. This is back when, you know, microfiche was still a, a thing. Oh, it was a big deal. Yeah, we I had know. to use that, you know, and that beat going to get it out of books. But... Computers were just coming in, so there were computer programming uh, classes in school. And I had friends that were signed up for this, and they thought this was, I mean, these were the guys that were just two blocks behind, you know, the Microsoft guys. Yeah. So they would get in there, and they had DOS, okay? So they would sit there with their Mountain Dew and their Doritos, and I would go <laughs> over to their house and sit there in their bedrooms while they were doing this, and they would type in all of this. Yeah. HTML code. code. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. codes that took, you know, entire pages, and they'd sit there and type it all in, and were telling me, man, this is the wave of the future. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> yeah. Because so someone's going to sit there and type this right. out. And so, and they would get through the whole page, and then they'd realize, oh, it didn't work. Well, there's a problem. So they'd have to go back through and figure out what one thing they one type character wrong. out of that and whole they kept thing. telling me hey man this is the this is the wave of the future and you know in just a few years we're gonna have stuff like star trek's tricorders and <laughs> blah 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 and i said call me when that stuff's here because i don't want to mess with this oh it's amazing yeah it's html crazy. so i remember that as a kid and then now like you said you've got our cell phones in our pockets and we we have access to all of the information on the planet for the most part in my lifetime. There's yeah. still, it's crazy. And there's still people that do that, that prefer that system over like a typical operate, like a Microsoft Windows operating system. There's still people that would prefer to use like the HTML and just typing in the code and getting to whatever they want. Well, all my, all my best to, to those yeah. folks. Oh, my goodness. All right. I got to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. It's about time we have a member of Congress who actually wants to represent us. Luckily, a true daughter of Wyoming, Harriet Hageman, is hoping 
to do just that. Harriet Hageman is a fourth-generation Wyomingite. She was raised on a ranch outside of Fort Laramie. Harriet Hageman attended Casper College on a livestock judging scholarship and then the University of Wyoming for her bachelor's and law degrees. Harriet has spent most of her career protecting those who put food on our table and gas in our cars against federal government overreach. Liz Cheney? She can't find Wyoming on the map. She has spent most of her life inside the Beltway. She's more interested in furthering the establishment agenda than ruffling feathers. Harriet Hageman gets it. She gets us. Harriet knows what we want, what we need. Let's send her to Congress to represent us. I'm Harriet Hageman, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message paid for by Hageman for Wyoming. This is Stella Montano inviting you to join AARP for a free movie screening of Dear Sirs. Wyoming filmmaker Mark Petrie bikes across France and Germany to tell the story of his grandfather, an American prisoner of war during World War II. Join us for this fun and educational event Wednesday, July 27th at the Wyo Theater. Movie starts at 645 with question and answer session to follow. Walk-ins are welcome or register ahead at aarp.cventevents.com slash Sheridan. It's your final week to enter for a chance to win $500 in Chamber Bucks. This is Kyla Allen with ERA Carroll Realty inviting you to enter the ERA Carroll Realty Summer Sweepstakes. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com where you can enter daily through the 4th of July. Chamber Bucks can be used anywhere in Sheridan County or even cashed at your bank. Enter now. We're drawing the winner July 5th. ERA Carroll Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Check out the Cars Club Rod Run 2022 Saturday, July 2nd in downtown Sheridan. Registration is open to the public Friday evening from 4 to 6.30 p.m., followed by live music by Cruisin' at Blacktooth Brewing Company. Late registration is Saturday from 7 to 10 on Main Street. The show and shine downtown runs from 10 to 3 with over 40 awards and a cruise for cash to end the day. The Cars Club Rod Run 2022 July 2nd in historic downtown Sheridan. Sponsored in part by your friends at Sheridan Media. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Aaron Palmer, James Timberlake. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring 674-4443 or 672-5763. This morning we're talking about social media and its impacts. We're lucky enough to have James, who's a millennial, with us this morning. Gen Z, actually. You're technically Gen Z. Well, that's... It's so... Okay. What is the generations? Okay. Now, there's been two instances where I received generational training from an individual who travels throughout the nation to teach this. And one was in the U.S. Army. Okay. Our own Wyoming Army National Guard held a conference to help... Teach senior leaders how the difference in generations is going to affect how people behave as we go forward into the future. Because we can all be that person that sits in our chair and basically says, well, they're not going to affect the way that I live. No, they won't. But they are going to affect the world around you because there's, there's a couple things that are absolute constants in this world and change is the first one. So we can't sit there and say everything's going to stay the same. The next generation is going to be the one that determines what is cool. When you turn your TV on, they're not advertising 
on on the major networks. They're not advertising for, you know, older individuals. They're trying to get the kids involved in stuff. And I would say that's kind of the big thing when you were talking about influencers and how they kind of uh, get advertised out to the world. That's another big thing that I think they really want to get into you is that this product is cool. You know, yeah, this exactly. is a cool product. This is why this influencer is using this product. So you'll use this product. That's what they're trying to do. And it's not just the I want you to go out and buy it now. Okay. I'm, if I'm a CEO of business – I'm thinking about the long game. I want 50 years from now, I want this person buying my product still consistently. So I, I want to get them. You get your your customers when they're young, and, and you develop a loyalty to your product, and then you run your business from there. Uh, now, that, that goes all the way through everything. Think about TikTok. Think about the way that TikTok is going to how, – how is that going to look in 20 years? How many people are going to be on that in 20 years? And we got another caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. So good morning. Good morning. So thank you for having me on yesterday on Why Vote. And this whole social media was exactly why I was planning to call in today. Uh, as we spoke yesterday with only 20% of, of the Gen Z and – and Gen X uh, being involved in our uh, election process, uh, I just wanted to put out another call. If you are in those two generations or you know how to reach those, if you could get a hold of us at info at yvote, W-Y-V-O-T-E we really want to reach out to whether it's Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, those social media and again, it's it's nonpartisan. How do we get to these folks to have them believe that being involved is cool? Because it is cool. Yes, yes. And and as as you and I were discussing yesterday, man, that's your future. That is that is the future of 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 you and your family, uh, the governance. I mean, you know, a lot of people want to sit here and say, well, the government doesn't have anything to do with my life. Uh, better check again. You're driving on the roads. You're sending your kids to school. You're using public services. You're having to pay taxes. Get involved. Be involved. But There's I an think... old saying that just just because you're not interested in the government doesn't mean the government isn't interested in you. Ah, yes. And you are the government. Yes, yes. And and the only way that we can remain to be the government is to exercise. The number one right in a constitutional democracy, and that is to get out there and vote. Aaron, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, I think that each generation, whether it's, <clears throat> you know, when we were young Gen Xers, you know, it may be a little different with us because we saw our parents kind of falling out of society, so to speak, Yeah. you know, during the 60s and whatnot. And so we were maybe a little bit more apt to be, I mean, because I voted when I turned 18, but they're the majority of our generation, and I think most generations, when they're young, 18, 22, 24, 25, I think are more inclined to not get involved with politics because there's a pessimistic view toward government in general, and maybe they just figure, 
my votes and we've heard this a million times. My, my vote doesn't not going to count. Yep, my vote doesn't count. And I think yeah. that's that's a, a young people thing, not a generational thing. I think that goes with every generation during that time frame when they're young. But I think as people get older, they realize, oh, I need to put my kids in school, or I'm irritated because my taxes are going up, or I own whatever the land. case. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be, then they get more interested in what's going on. And I think that, you know, there are people nowadays who are like, well, these young kids, you know, they're whippersnappers, blah, blah, blah. They're just crazy and they don't. They'll get there. Yeah. They'll get there. When they start realizing that this has a direct influence on their lives, then they'll get involved. And I think, you know, it's fine for right now. Let them do what they want to do. They'll eventually get there. You know, but uh, see, I would argue that maybe, that maybe. That is the problem. I, you see what I'm saying? Right. Where, where by the time you're thinking that these kids are going to get involved, decisions have already been made that are going to affect oh, the agree. rest of their life. I agree. That, you know, so the younger you are, guys, and, and if, if you're part of this generation, and, and I know I'm not the only one who said this. I mean, MTV used to have a whole thing. You remember Rock the Vote? Rock the Vote. Rock yeah. the Vote, man. Get out there. And make this difference now. And I think I, that, sorry, Aaron, um, no. I think that MTV's Rock the Vote is kind of, it's not, you know, a thing anymore. But I think it's kind of morphed into another thing. Because when I was, you know, during the 2020 election, I was getting slammed with just go vote, you know, that sort of thing from yeah. people that I follow. And I think another reason, part of the reason that people my age don't vote um, as often is because the my generation it's been brought up on the internet and the internet itself is something that usually has an immediate payoff instant that's gratification instant gratification that's why tiktok is so popular the most you can do is 3 minutes of video and 10 second videos usually explode on that on that app just because they're quick instant gratification if it's comedic it's super quick and you're just scrolling on to the next one for something like politics you're talking about campaigning for to uh, you know a year and a half or something like that, and then once you're on actually in office for the person that you voted, you have to wait for stuff to actually get done. And to a generation like us, that's not appealing. We want it done now. You yeah. know, we want it done right now. You're talking about it. Let's just do it right now. I agree, and and I think that it goes back to what you're saying that that's the problem. Let's take an example because I heard this talking to different politicians over the last few weeks. This whole property tax issue in the state of Wyoming which for the most of us has just basically fallen out of midair this year where our taxes went up 30%. Not the case. This stuff, the, 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 the basics for this were set back in the late 80s, and it's just now coming home to roost. Yeah. yeah. This has been going on in, in Teton County for 20 years, and it just never affected the rest of the state until this last year. Now everybody's up in arms over it. But this happened back in the late 80s, so our generation should have been paying attention to what was going on back then and seeing what could have been the problem. But we didn't get involved, just like every generation has not, and that creates the problem. Absolutely it does. Ladies and gentlemen, the bill comes due. Yep. All right, you've been listening to Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucker. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger. 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. This is Renee Botton. I'm running for re-election as Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. By now, you may have seen that my opponent is running negative ads against me. Now I kind of know how President Trump felt. I can assure you that the District Court Clerk's Office is being run competently, efficiently, and correctly. My opponent is hoping to pull you away from the truth, which is that I am the most qualified candidate. Don't fall for her deceptions. Vote Renee Botton for Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. Paid for by Renee Botton. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the collision center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier collision center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply in person at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer Chevrolet. 107 East Dowser, Hammer's is an equal opportunity employer. Hungry for barbecue? No need to fire up the grill because retired firefighter Hawk already has the grill lit, slowly smoking your favorite meats in his custom spice rub at the Firewater Smokehouse Grill. The result is juicy, mouth-watering, tender beef and chicken, including prime rib every Friday. Amanda specializes in homemade sides like coleslaw, real mashed potatoes and gravy, and more. The Firewater Smokehouse Grill, inside the Trails End Motel, 2125 North Main, open Tuesday through Saturday from 4 until 9 p.m. Hey, it's Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me on Fox Across America, weekdays at 10 a.m. on AM 930 and 103.9 FM.